Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard along with my good friend Rhino in the Super Talk studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder and fine music. We are here on two, 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 a whole bunch of two. Tuesday. <laughs> How about that? Ain't that something? You do The only right? time in our lifetime we'll be able to use one digit. Twos, one twos. number. For yeah. the date. There you go. And it's Tuesday to boot. Oh, yeah. How about that? I'm not doing too bad. Yeah. I uh, had a little bit of a long weekend, but spent the majority of that time cleaning, organizing, and packing and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Let's see what my list is up to. I've got <laughs> 106 items on the list of things to get done, and I've checked off 89 of them. <laughs> 106. The list continues to grow. <laughs> okay. Well, we missed you yesterday on President's Day. You know, the race lady over there at SNBC, Joy Reid, who always has something to say with a racial context. She, who, of course, attended Harvard and makes $1.6 million a year. Oh, the burden that must be. So oppressed. Well... She uh, she took offense <laughs> to a uh, a meme that was shared by the GOP on President's Day, and this meme had nine squares, rectangles actually, in the meme, and it had a depiction, photographs, black and white headshots of various GOP presidents. And in each of the rectangles was a word and put together the words made the statement. Happy President's Day to such great U.S. presidents. Abraham Lincoln, Calvin Coolidge, Dwight Eisenhower, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, George H. Bush, George W. Bush, and Donald Trump. You seen this? You seen I've, it? I've seen the spoofs of it. I didn't see the original one. And in the center, Joe Biden with a mask on, and it says, not you, in all red. Oh, and she just goes crazy over that. And, of course, the GOP would like you to think that Barack Obama never existed at all. Now, why would the GOP promote a Democrat president? Is there a problem with the party calling attention to 
presidents of its party? I mean, I'm I'm more confused why they would put Nixon on there. Because <laughs> they ran out of Republicans to fill it up, I guess. <laughs> and the Democrats, of course. Oh, geez, they had their tweet had this photo of Joe Biden. <laughs> he looks so stately, of course. And in the background, a field of blue. And the words, Happy President's Day, listed multiple times, like you're doing punishment. I will not talk in class kind of deal. <laughs> and what? She just goes crazy over this. <laughs> of course, she, Joy Reid, the race lady, she claimed that the NFL... I don't really get this. After the Super Bowl, I'm not sure what she was talking about, had tried to, quote, sanitize blackness. What's that all about? Are you kidding me? The game was played, I believe, primarily by black athletes, and the halftime performance, I think that was all black performers, was it not? Well, I mean, Eminem. But... Eminem, yeah. Thanks. I, you know what I bet she's talking about? Coaching. She's all bent out of shape about this lack of black head coaches. I'm trying to figure out how... Sanitized? Yes, yeah, sanitized. That's the word she used. Is she talking about using the radio edits for the songs that had to be broadcast per <laughs> FCC rules? That's a good point. I mean, they were sanitized from the album versions. I don't know. Honestly, this race lady, it's never a dull moment following her. She's all mad, though, about this president's meme tweeted by the, the GOP. Speaking of tweets, where in the world is President Joe Biden? He's only been on Twitter. I've noticed the last four or five days. He hasn't, I haven't seen him address the nation, or in this case, the world on the situation in Ukraine, like in person. Where's he been? However, no fear, though, no concerns, because we sent the vice president over to Munich. This was for a meeting with our European allies to discuss the possibility of a unified response. And has there ever been a leader at this level more ill-prepared? I mean, just forget the person. Just step away from all the woke, social justice, what-you-are nonsense. Just think about the context of what should be expected of a leader at that level. It was pure word salad. I, I didn't I mean it just was nonsensical. And she did it in a way that it was so clear she was acting. Just words coming out of her mouth with these gestures and the stupid mask on and these gestures and head bobbing and looking around the rooms like what is she saying exactly? Seriously. She was asked, she did entertain questions from various media, 
And one of the questions, but if Putin has made up his mind, do you feel that this threat that has been looming is really going to deter him? Absolute. This is her response. Absolute. Cut off. Absolutely. We strongly believe, and remember also that the sanctions are a product not only of our perspective as the United States, but a shared perspective among our allies. And the allied relationship is such that we have agreed that the deterrence effect of these sanctions is still a meaningful one, especially because, remember, also, we still sincerely... Huh? What is she talking about? That's unacceptable for someone at her level or any level, honestly as an elected leader, to be so ill-prepared. That's bothersome. Perhaps that's why our poll numbers. The race lady would tell you it's because we're all white supremacists that we're not big fans of Kamala. No, forget that. I don't care who it was that said that. I mean, just listen to her say it herself. It, it's hard to understand even from the horse's mouth threat that has been looming is really going to deter him. Absolutely. We strongly believe. And, and remember also that the sanctions are a product not only of our perspective as the United States, but a shared perspective among our allies. And the allied relationship is such that we have agreed that the deterrence effect of these sanctions is still a meaningful one, especially because, remember also, we still sincerely hope that there is a diplomatic path out of this moment. What in the wide world of sports is she talking about? Yeah, it's not like you cut out words to make it sound worse. No, she just didn't make any sense. <laughs> it's it's a concern. I mean, it just is. So, uh, also, Jerry in Waynesboro, he's right. I caught this as well, Jerry. He, he uh, sent us the tweet. This, I believe, was, yeah, from this time last year. 221.20 from Joe Biden. Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. He doesn't want me to be our nominee. Two years ago, my bad, while he was a candidate. My bad, two years ago. If you're wondering why, it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever going to go toe-to-toe with him. Oh, yeah. He's shaking in his boots there, Joe. (laughs) You can tell. by his actions over the past couple of weeks, including the last 24 hours. It is our understanding Joe is scheduled to announce some sanctions later on today since Putin has embraced the the two areas in the eastern part of Ukraine that have essentially asserted their sovereignty, have broken away. Oh, my gosh. Time for a break here. Let Zeppelin bump on us out of the first segment. Coming up at 1120, Brent Bailey, the Public Service Commissioner for the Mississippi Central District. Senator David Blunt at 12.05 and tickets to give away. Middays, we'll be right back. Get ready for Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Mississippi State versus the University of Southern Mississippi, March 2nd. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or the Trustmark Park box office. Fun for the whole family. Get your tickets now. Trustmark College Baseball, featuring Mississippi State versus the University of Southern Mississippi, March 2nd. More games to come. Ole Miss versus the University of Southern Mississippi, April 5th. And the Governor's Cup, Mississippi State versus Ole Miss, April 26th. A Spectrum Event Production. 
When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Man, let's get real for a moment. As we age, the body part that we love the most doesn't always work quite as well as it used to. The launch sequence breaks down. The flag doesn't rise like before. And your significant other suffers along with you. Well, it doesn't need to be like that anymore. If erectile dysfunction has you down, you might just need our new painless, non-surgical, and effective ED treatments. This revolutionary acoustic wave therapy is specifically designed to restore blood flow, stimulate growth, and it may just give you your sex life back. So come one, come all to Integrated Wellness and Medical Center in Ridgeland and restore your confidence back to you. Call 601-202-8044 today for your no-cost or obligation erectile dysfunction evaluation. That's 601-202-8044. And get back in the game, fellas. Call now, 601-202-8044. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Got to go. 601-879-3969. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King, the king of clean. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. We are back midday, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk studios today. Figure since it's Tuesday, yeah. we'd, we'd play two of every band. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you hear one band, you'll hear them again. Is that the twin spin? Yeah. <laughs> we could call it that. Oh, uh, well. It's Zeppelin, though, baby. That's always uh, welcome. So, so uh, could. <sighs> Could they get it more wrong with respect to Russia? Who could forget? Rhino dug this up for us. Who, who 
could forget the 2012 presidential election cycle and Mitt Romney, the GOP nominee, the candidate, he called attention to the fact that we need to be, or his belief, we needed to be leery of Russia, but that was sort of uh, ridiculed by his opponent and others in the Democrat Party. Take a listen. Well, this is to Russia. This is, without question, our number one geopolitical foe. After all, you don't call Russia our number one enemy, unless you're still stuck in a Cold War mind warp. Governor Romney is mired in a Cold War mindset. He acts like he thinks the Cold War is still on. He's even blurted out the preposterous notion <laughs> that Russia is our number one political geopolitical foe. It's somewhat dated uh, to uh, be looking backwards. The statements that Governor Romney makes show little understanding of what is actually going on in the 21st century. It's a really curious statement <laughs> given that the Cold War has been over for some time. A throwback to the Cold War. I mean, we work with Russia all the time. He's not a dumb man, but he said something that was clearly dumb. He has an antiquated worldview. Is he trying to play Ronald Reagan here or what? What's he up to? The 1980s are now calling to ask for their foreign policy back because you know the cold war has been over for 20 years after revolution in kiev russian tanks chompers and troops moved into crimea <laughs> do they like pass around the talking point you know they do cold war how many times did we hear that in that clip <laughs> like every three seconds cold war cold war uh how'd that work out <laughs> unbelievable why would you dismiss a major superpower foe like that, knowing how its political system is constructed, knowing that whoever's at the top is just short of a dictator tyrant and has their way? I think it, it could be argued that they are. It's just they are on everything but paper. It's a good way to put it. And their economy, by the way, is about equal to that of the state of Texas. And that giant mass of land, large population, abundant resources, the economy's no better. I, my guess is Texas probably is past it, or is close to doing so. So today we hear the Germans have said, and they're the ones constructing the pipeline, well, before we get to today, yeah. we have to at least touch on the ludicrous nature of international relations as of the emergency meeting last night presided over by Russia. Yeah. Oh, we got to have a, a UN Security Council no, yeah. meeting. It's an emergency meeting. We got to. Oh, wait. We, we change out the president every month, and it just so happens that Russia's the president of the Security Council this month, so they get to preside over it. So they're just sitting back going, all right, now Mexico, you tell us what we're doing wrong. Okay, okay, now, now Germany, you tell us what we're doing wrong. Okay, wait, okay. U.S., you got anything to say? You with it? That's how ludicrous the U.N. is. It's, it's all for show. It's theatrics. It's dysfunctional. It serves no purpose, really. I think the intent... Uh, in its origins, its its genesis made some sense, but it's well, so it, did the League of Nations. But well, then, when true. you kowtow and bend over backwards for tyrants and dictators, it doesn't do any good. I agree, and that's what we have. I mean, all for the most part, they just get together and denounce the United States. 
Right? We're the most humane nation on the planet. Unbelievable. So, Germany has said that they're not going to proceed. They're halting the Nord Stream pipeline. It, of course, connects Russia's with Germany, services it with natural gas. I believe Rhino actually travels under Ukraine to reach Germany. I uh, believe so, yes. Yeah, because if you think about geographically, you got Ukraine to the west of Russia, and it's to the east of Germany. So, uh, anyhow, they, that's what they've said. Oh, gosh. It, so now they've said, yeah, we're going to halt that. But they really weren't scheduled to start until the summer anyhow. So I think that's a little bit for show and really not much substance. And, of course, it remains to be seen whether or not they will take it up and what the U.S. will do. And the U.S. has some degree of power in that it could – that's what it says – could sanction – those involved in the construction, if it wanted to. that That's where this country could interfere, if it wanted to, is sanction Germany some way, and, and those involved in, in the construction of the pipeline and the, um, the transportation and delivery of the materials necessary to build the pipeline, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll see where that goes. And I don't know, if you heard Kamala, can you make heads or tails out of what a response might be? I didn't really get anything concrete that I could really hang my hat on there. Well, I mean, there is a statement on the the White House website laying out what they plan to do as far as sanctions with an executive order. And from what I understand, they're targeting individuals and corporations in Russia and not allowing them to do any business with the U.S. banking system and stuff like that. That would be, right, participation in the SWIFT system, but they've stopped short of that of saying that would be in the initial so-called round of sanctions. In my view, it ought to be in the first one, because that really would have extremely adverse consequences to Russia. If you cannot trade and transact in the global SWIFT system, if you cannot at least transact in American dollars, that really leaves you with very little that you could transact in. Uh, it would that's have a, really the only teeth this thing has. Is, exactly. And it really only has teeth because the portions of the Ukraine that Russia is now going to invade after they've recognized their independence or whatever, mm-hmm. those are pretty important portions of Ukraine to China. Mm-hmm. Breakaway regions is how they're describing them. I don't know if that's intended to kind of make soften it a little bit. But if you look at Ukraine's international trade partners, China's one of the biggest. That's right. So anything that's going to throw a wrench in that could also potentially throw a wrench in Chinese and Russian relations. Man. Well, the, the markets are jittery. I will say that Dow was down 278, the NASDAQ 123 at this point, and that's actually off the pre-market lows, which had touched on 600 down on the Dow, and the uh, NASDAQ was down 350 and change pre-market. So it's come off the lows, and, and the NASDAQ and the S&P actually got positive for a little while earlier this morning, but investors... 
not liking the instability. Geopolitical instability always has a negative impact on the markets, and uh, that's what we are witnessing right now. All right, so we got the president scheduled to deliver a State of the Union address. When is that going to be? It's like mm, next few days, right? Yeah. And I've been trying to think through what might he say. Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Okay, a week from today. Maybe that's what he's doing. He's holed up. because That's why we haven't seen him. He's holed up, getting ready for that. What is he going to say? You know, it's, it's customary for presidents to come out and really boast and brag about how great things are and all their accomplishments. I get it. I mean, that's, that's what you do. And I'm all for being positive and, uh, I guess, trying to instill and inspire positivity. Ronald Reagan, arguably the best ever at that. What is he going to say, though? Positive. What are we going to hear that's accurate? Or is he just going to spin it and tell us how great everything is? And I just wonder, do Americans feel that way? Polls certainly don't suggest that. And once again, it's all about the pocketbook more than anything else. You know, we got another example of the rules for thee, but not for me, when we come back after the break. We got an interesting soundbite to play for you. You may have seen this, and this is a, a, a mama bear that goes to a school board meeting and calls out the hypocrisy of a member of the school board. We're seeing this all over the country, and it's a beautiful thing. We'll take a break with the Rolling Stones bumping us out. We'll be right back. the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of showers and thunderstorms, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, low around 59. Your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high near 68. And for your Thursday, a 30% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 79. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world. The Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment in Gluckstadt is ready to help you with all your preseason service needs on both Xmark and Skag mowers. 
Hartley has teamed up with Xmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all mower maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Hartley can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck. Sounds like a deal! Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new Xmark or Skag Zero Turn Mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday the 26th and will have open house prices on all in-stock Xmark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment, and accessories. Call today at 601-499-0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A couple of executive orders aimed at helping military personnel and their families were introduced by Governor Tate Reeves Monday. The first involves the implementation of a new program that can be awarded to qualifying schools. The Military Star Schools program that we are creating today will allow the Mississippi Department of Education to award and designate schools that have created a special program to recognize the children of military-connected families and the unique challenges they face when their active duty parent receives a relocation order. The second involves the recreation and expansion of the Mississippi Military Communities Council, which would now be called the Mississippi Defense Communities Development Council. They will work to strengthen our military installations and advise our federal and our state legislative delegation. They'll be implemented gradually with more details to come. You can visit supertalk.fm for more information. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you, too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day at 5 o'clock for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, they have the freshest lineup of 2022 SUVs in America. Like Ford Escape, Ford Edge, or Ford Explorer, all named 2021 IIHS top safety picks. The SUVs of the future weren't built for a few, they are built for America. Ford SUVs, see a Ford dealer near you and drive one today. Super Talk. Nobody keeps Mississippi informed like we do. With 12 stations covering all 82 counties, if it happens in your state, we're on top of it. The news, the weather, the sports, and the talk that's important to you. The issues that matter to you, your family, and your bank account. It's all right here. And when you're away from home, depend on the Super Talk app and supertalk.fm to stay in the know. We're proud to serve our fellow Mississippians. Super Talk Mississippi. Attention, adoring fans! It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
Thank you for that, Rhino. Brent Bailey, the Public Service Commissioner of the Mississippi Central District, will be in the studio at 11.20 today. And Senator David Blunt at 12.05. Looking forward to those discussions. We thank you so much for joining us here and uh, on middays. So, a little bit about this Nord Stream pipeline. So, the physical construction is complete of the pipeline. I think that actually occurred in September. But there's a whole lot more work to be done to get it online, to start pumping gas through the pipe. And uh, that is, is pretty much in uh, rest with the, the Germans, to, is what is being reported. And so uh, any sanctions that the U.S. would impose would affect the flow and the delivery and the transportation. That's kind of what some options we would have there. But uh, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, President Trump that uh, stepped in and, I guess, persuaded to have the construction halted in 2019, as I recall. But anyhow, so that's where that stands. Uh, There are some reports. Jerry in Waynesboro just sent us a tweet. This is from Disclosed TV. We haven't verified that. I've not seen anything on um, on the TVs here in the studio, but this report suggests this tweet actually that NATO has put more than a hundred fighter jets on high alert, and a hundred and twenty Allied ships are underway in what Stoltenberg called the most dangerous moment for European security in a generation. You see anything, Rhino, to verify that, confirm that? I'm seeing a lot of scuttlebutt, but nothing that can be confirmed. Yeah. So just want to clarify, that is from a a source, and haven't seen that yet to be confirmed uh, or replicated in reporting from any others. But at this point, anything honestly is possible, I would say. And I'm sure that the various sources are proceeding with caution to make sure that anything they release is is accurate. Uh, Jason says, uh, with respect to Joe Biden's State of the Union address scheduled for next Tuesday, he's going to say the exact things that every other president has said at, at these addresses. Varying degrees of lies, <laughs> depending on how bad the subject is for their narratives, specifically pandering to half the audience. Yeah, I mean, I think that's somewhat accurate in that I do think the nation is so polarized, almost exactly 50-50 down the middle, that whomever is speaking in terms of a president at the State of the Union, is usually what you see, isn't, isn't it? That you got one party that likes to stand and clap and celebrate and hoop and holler when they hear the president say something with which they agree, and the other just kind of sits down like they're just sitting on a park bench reading the paper. Remember, was it a couple of years ago that, was it the Democrat women that all dressed in white, right? Including Nancy Pelosi, who, of course, famously tore up President Trump's speech, the paper that she had in her possession in her speaker's chair positioned directly behind just to the side of the president along with the vice president. Who could forget that? 
Might we see the same this year? Might Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, might uh, she also tear up President Biden's speech? I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. She's uh, pretty much on board. Looking for any confirmation I can find about troop movement or NATO putting on high alert. And uh, the only thing I can find that could be leading to that uh, rumor is Putin is speaking or was speaking as of about 10 minutes ago and announced that the Russian Federation Council has allowed the use of the army in the breakaway regions. Mm, Okay. Well, that would suggest things are heating up. Thomas I mean, in fairness, they've been in the region for, what, going on eight years now? But now it's yeah. official. Yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah. Thompson Greenwood, uh, he also sent in the Disclosed TV tweets as well, discussing this situation. Jason says, Disclosed TV is a nutball central. <laughs> I wouldn't trust that at all. If NATO has fighters ready, it would be everywhere. I agree uh, with you, Jason, in that respect, that when you see those kind of outlets that really I I don't consider to be widely read and subscribed to, and I I don't consider them to be amongst the top. And what I mean by that is they generally don't have access to sources, credible sources that can verify, confirm, and convey this kind of information so I don't know where they get their information from, but but we'll see. It could be, it could not. We'll stay on it. That's the main thing there. Uh, so maybe discussed, but maybe missed it. What right does the USA have to say yes or no on the pipeline in Germany, Russia? That's Mike from Olive Branch. Yeah, so it's, it's not that they sign I think this is what is probably confusing. It's not that they sign off or, or, or a party to it, Mike. It's that the U.S., can impose sanctions on those involved in production, distribution, transportation, absolutely can do that. They do have the right to do that. And that, to a great extent, renders it crippled in terms of uh, its operational model. So you're right in that, that if that's an agreement between two sovereign nations to which the U.S. is not a part, they certainly can, can censure it. Uh, but more importantly, they can impose economic sanctions to the degree those might be effective. And uh, look, neither of those countries want that from the U.S., but that's really where we can get involved. Chris from Oxford says, illegitimate media trying to get the jump on something to say they were the first. That does happen a lot, Chris. I agree with you. And I usually take reports from those sources, and you know, there's a gazillion of them. And the, the, uh, the challenge is, of course, it ain't hard to get an account on the various social media platforms and say whatever the heck you want. Now, sometimes they'll flag it for misinformation and they, they'll take it down. Sometimes they won't, but usually the cat's out of the bag to a great extent by the time they get to that. And that's bots often involved in that that are perusing the statements, reading the videos, or, or um, sensing the videos, analyzing them. There are tools, electronic tools, that will do that for you. But we certainly will see what is uh, going to happen. Yeah, William, exactly. Trading in U.S. dollars. Yeah, that would be in the SWIFT system. You're right, William, and that's 
probably the strongest, most potent tool we have in terms of economic sanctions would be to prohibit Russia from transacting in the, the global SWIFT system, the financial transaction system, <clears throat> banking system, in U.S. dollars. That would be the, by far, I think, the most potent one we have. But so far, I believe the President and the administration have said, not in this round, whatever that means. I don't know what's planned in this round, and we shall see. But I, I guess, I just hope this thing diffuses. We certainly don't want to see any sort of bloodshed whatsoever. It, it's scary, though. It's disturbing. Russia's got a big army and lots of firepower. Ukraine really, I don't think, can handle it, honestly. And uh, that's scary. And of course... And it's a region of the world that has been fighting off and on for decades now. Yeah. And you know, I believe that Kamala Harris, again, to demonstrate her lack of preparedness, said something about this would be unprecedented in the region for the last 70 years we've seen nothing like this. And that's not true. We had the Crimea situation. What about the tearing down of the wall? I mean, you could kind of put that in the category of certainly a distinctive historical event that it could, I mean, it, it was bubbling up to be something that could have been bad. Fortunately, the stand down. But I, I believe she misspoke. Do people not prepare for this kind of stuff? Does she not do her homework, study her notes? I mean, well, they, you would think she has people that would put all that together for her. Well, of course, and like an army, right? I, but that's what she said. 70 years. You think the people in the room in, in Munich, leaders from the other countries, that probably participated in that and experienced it, do you think they were saying, what the heck is she talking about here? <laughs> Not a good look for the Vice President of the United States. Not about the person, about what she said in, the, in her communications. We're calling her out on that. Simple as that. Time for a break right here. Alright, when we come back, we got to talk to you about these rules for thee and not for me and play a little video to that effect. Middays will return. To a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Discount Gun Safe says the Browning safes have arrived. Too many, in fact. 
Security Joe's warehouse is bursting at the seams, and he's having a huge sale to make room for his Hummer. For a limited time only, choose a Browning Sporter, Rawhide, Hog, or Silver Series gun safe, all with overstock price discounts. Take advantage of a special shipment of Browning Hog 49 gun capacity safes, discounted hundreds of dollars just for this sale. Whether you need a high-capacity safe for that expensive gun collection or have just a few guns, important paper, jewelry, or cash, Discount Gun Safe has something to fit any size and budget. Need it delivered? If you live less than 100 miles from the store, delivery starts at just $100. Put your tax refund to good use by purchasing a Browning safe at the lowest prices of the year. See these and other safes by visiting the showroom of Discount Gun Safe. 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, Mississippi, or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange May cotton was down 46 to 127.80. July cotton was down 33 to 117.80. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were up 18 and three quarters to 1622 and a quarter per bushel. July soybeans were up 19 cents to 1620 per bushel. May corn was up six cents to 658 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up five and three quarters to 652 and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was up 95 to 146.82. June live cattle was up 85 to 142.35. April feeders down 12 to 170.72. May feeders down 12 to 175.77. At the open, the Dow Jones down 142 points, 33,937. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, including varieties like DP2012B3XF, DP2020B3XF, and DP2038B3XF. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back. On Super Talk Mississippi. We thank you so much for joining us on Middays, Super Talk Mississippi. Little Pink Floyd. Okay, so 
you think we've seen the last of this rules for thee, not for me sort of deal? I don't think we have, because here just a couple of days ago, close to home, New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell, she's yucking it up at a Mardi Gras ball, maskless, while imposing a fresh round of mask mandates in the Crescent City. It just, how do they think they can do it and, and not be exposed? How? How do they think so? And, and of course, the, the stories, the photos, the videos have gone viral showing her yucking it up. In January the 11th, reinstatement of the indoor mask mandate by Mayor LaToya Cantrell. But here, if Rhino has it for us, is a a mother who very calmly and very directly approaches at a school board meeting, has time, scheduled, goes to the podium, and here's what she says. Ms. Cass, you also yelled at me the last time I was here for taking off my mask, but... Here's a picture of you right here on Facebook with a crowd of people. That's it. With no mask on. Uh, this Excuse is my me. time and I don't interrupt no. you. Here's another picture no. with you with a no mask on. I'm sorry, Ms. Vaught, you are done. If you are going to sit there and disparage a member of our school board, then you can sit down. If you have something effective to say, I have facts and truth on my side. I am not going to sit here. This isn't about you anymore. It's about Can we have a police officer, please? Really? Yes. Because of I, no, I'm not scared. I don't care. I would like you to either talk about something. You can talk about something that is, concerns our school board. Where's my team? Is there something about our students you would like to talk about? Then talk about our students. You're taking up my time. Can you please ask Ms. Vaught to leave? Thank you. What, for speaking the truth? Let's let, let her have, let's let the rest of us talk. Can I finish? <laughs> no. So you, you are. If you would like to finish about students, but if your idea is to stand there. He should be able to say her piece. I've had to listen to people come and criticize me. <laughs> people came here and criticized you last year? Absolutely. And I couldn't do anything about it. So people came here and they talked about your mask to your face. They say, they showed pictures of your family. They showed pictures of your yeah. They did worse. There, you did. That doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't make it right, Jamie. You're right, but I had to. Those are my. That's my family. That is all. Then fine. What do you think about our family? I am not. Our family has been suffocated today. I'm done. Policies. Time is up. When she leaves or I leave. Time is up. Time is up. Time is up. It's not. It's not the truth. But that's not. That's not the issue. We're coming for That's unbelievable. And so the best part is that the mother is so calm and collected and succinct. And that was, while the school board member is just incensed. Finally, right, we got to share that on our site. Finally, the school board member comes from around, you can tell, as, as the camera is focused on the mother. She comes into view because she's coming around from the board table there, and she leaves. And the deal is, lady, 
if you would just adhere to your own rules, you got no problems. But when you don't, people are looking for it, especially people that disagree with your stupid rules. And so they're redressing you in, according, in accordance with their right to do so. The parents are taken back, it appears to me, the public schools in this country. And that's a good thing. And this lady's brave. Because this thing's gone viral all over the place. She's brave, but she didn't, she wasn't hostile. She used no profanity. She, no vitriol, no insults. Just said, look, here's a picture here. You're not doing what you're making my kids do. Oh, but you're not talking about the kids. Well, yes, you are. Oh, gosh. See, that is... Makes you mad. Does me. But so gratifying to see this brave lady take to the podium. That was in Virginia, I think, wasn't it, Rhino? I believe so. Uh, It's just ground zero for this whole argument, it appears. We'll look up and make sure we know where it is. It is time for a break here, though. The uh, first hour in the books on middays on this Tuesday, 2-2-2-2-2-2-2. And then we got uh, Public Service Commissioner of Mississippi's Central District, Brent Bailey, on the program at 1120. Senator David Blunt at 1205 and tickets to give away. Middays will return. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. A jury in Georgia finds three men convicted of murdering Ahmad Arbery last year also guilty of hate crime charges. They're already serving life sentences in state prison, two without the possibility of parole. President Biden speaks at 1 p.m. Eastern about what the White House now calls an invasion of eastern Ukraine by Russian troops. Germany's announcement to suspend the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline from Russia will be met with measures from the U.S., Press Secretary Jen Psaki says. Yesterday, the president ordered sanctions on businesses in separatist-controlled regions of eastern Ukraine after Russia recognized their independence. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The national women's soccer team settles a lawsuit and will be paid the same as the men. The women's national team will receive $22 million in a lump sum, available for players to seek up to $50,000 each. An additional $2 million will go to an account to benefit players in retirement. Fox's Jared Max. America's listening to Fox News. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's always interesting to, to watch Republicans fight. <laughs> the, uh, the, the speaker, uh, you know, we have a super Republican majority in the right. House, a right. super Republican majority in the Senate. Yep. And, and the, the leadership has a difference of opinion about, about tax reform. That's Senator John Horn, who discussed the vast differences between the House and Senate proposals during an interview with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. The House plan would eliminate the state income tax over the next few years. The Senate plan would provide tax relief in the form of a one-time rebate. So, so it's going to be interesting to, to, to see those guys just duke it out and, and figure out uh, uh, which, which way we're going to go with this. I think we're going to see some kind of tax reform. Uh, just what it, form it takes uh, remains to be seen. For details on the differences between those proposals, log on to supertalk.fm. Hey, it's me, Gus the Gopher for Atmos Energy. Being a gopher, I like to dig. That's what us gophers were born to do, along with eating plants, taunting groundskeepers, and listening to bluegrass music. And I especially enjoy digging around the yard. Occasionally, I bump into a utility line and I get a headache. Ouch! After all, they're hard to miss since they can be buried anywhere. But if you hit one with your shovel, backhoe, or ditch digger, you could cause a gas leak, disrupt service, or worse. Makes me shaking my paws just thinking about it. You can avoid all of this by calling 811 at least three business days before you or someone else digs in your yard to have those underground utility-owned lines marked. Calling 811 will help protect your property, and more importantly, you. It's free, and it's the law. You dig what I'm saying? For more on safe digging, visit atmosenergy.com slash 811. A new sub-variant of the coronavirus has been discovered. Fox's Jonathan Sari reports. The CDC says the Omicron subvariant BA2 has been reported in at least 30 states and accounts for about 4% of COVID infections nationwide. A Japanese study awaiting peer review suggests BA2 is even more infectious than the original Omicron variant BA1. And while BA1 produced milder symptoms for the average patient, that may not be the case for BA2. Recent studies suggest three doses of existing mRNA vaccine may offer lasting protection, not only against the original Wuhan strain of the virus, but Omicron and other variants. An explosion at a Louisiana refinery between New Orleans and Baton Rouge Monday resulted in injuries to six employees. Officials gave the all clear later. We still don't know what caused the blast at the Marathon Petroleum Plant. I'm Kelly Bennett. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Seether. Plus Bad Flower. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait, get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. 
tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, and now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. Middays, back with you. We appreciate you so much for joining us today. Enjoy the show. Thanks, Jeff Welty, on the ceasefire text line. P.S. The real reason for Russia's military action, and it's a, it's a list. I appreciate that, Jeff. Yeah, that, that's been going viral, uh, really, around social media. I do appreciate that. And it, and it just really is a compilation of many of the assets that uh, can be found in Ukraine with respect to natural resources, et cetera. And, and something that I don't think I've seen on that list is uh, the incredible technology that exists in the Ukraine. Ground zero for cyber attacks in the world extremely bright engineers and technologists that have difficulty leveraging their skills for legitimate efforts, and they end up in this mafia, sort of, and uh, commit these cyber crimes. It's where it, so much of it comes from. But, yeah, I, I think my personal opinion is that Vladimir Putin has aspirations beyond Ukraine. I truly do think he wants to reconstitute the entire USSR. And I'm not persuaded that he doesn't doesn't have the guts to even continue into Europe. I mean, that is Europe, but beyond uh, Eastern Europe into Western Europe. Who knows? Who the guy's a is an incredible card player. You have to admit that. And we don't seem to be able to guess his moves very effectively and accurately. I don't know what's on his mind, but I, I wouldn't doubt it. It is astonishing, though, if you think about it, that his his nation really should be considerably larger from an economic perspective and more prosperous than it is. And maybe he thinks by overtaking these other nations that have frankly done better since they've left. For the most part, they're no longer part of the USSR, the old USSR, and divested, that they've they've fared better. And so, I don't know. But now the reports are he has ordered troops into eastern Ukraine. Will that continue to escalate? I don't know. Greg and Nettleton uh, just points out that he doesn't really care about all this. 
He said, who gives a rip about Russia and Ukraine? I don't. That's the game plan with Biden and that bunch. Look at what that mess. Just don't look at the mess we are making here in America. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a popular opinion, I think, that says, hey, look at the shiny new toy over here and forget about all of our domestic troubles. I, I think there's some validity to that stance. I'm not sure it's the case. Uh, honestly, the fact that, that Biden has been kind of absent would suggest to me they're not really emphasizing it a great deal. And you just keep saying, well, any, we're going to come up with something here. And you, we played what the vice president said, having traveled to Munich to meet with our European allies. Well, that didn't make a hill of beans of anything. So I don't know. But it remains to be seen. I think the telltale, honestly, will be the State of the Union address scheduled for a week from today and what he's going to say. That might be the longest he's spoken. I don't know how long it will be. Typically those things go, what, hour and a half, hour, 45 minutes or so? Just straight through. I mean, there are no questions, and it's just you speaking. He'll have his teleprompter. But I just wonder, what's he going to say, and will he get a bounce in the polls after that? Typically there's polling done right after the address and to kind of gauge American sentiment based on the words coming from the president, it will be interesting to see that. Because I just believe as soon as you head back to the gas pump, (laughs) you just feel like, man, this ain't going well. Something's got to give. We've talked yesterday, Rhino, about the, the precipitous rise in rent. And uh, there's a report today I, I picked up on about um, the scarcity of homes, that the demand for homes is greatly more than the supply. Home building activity has surged with the number of new housing units under construction soaring to the highest level in 50 years. 50 years. But, of course, the builders are grappling with supply chain snarls from appliances to garage doors and almost anything else that you just wouldn't even think would be a problem anymore. And, of course, you got rising mortgage rates figuring into that mix as well. So, anyhow, the, the bottom line is people are feeling this pinch and this pain from an economic perspective, and you just wonder how that's going to play out when the president stands up next week. And what he's going to tell us, he's going to give us this nonsense about how many jobs have been created since he's been in office. And of course, (laughs) it's like he poured out, he implemented all these policies to pour out the glass of water, then he started filling it back up with water and took victory laps on it as an analogy for what we have witnessed over the last year. It's really what's happened. We still have not recovered to the level of labor participation and employment we had in the 2019 period before all this COVID stuff set into the economy and and these uh, governors and, and, and encouraged to a great extent by the president started 
shutting stuff down and still recovering from that to a great extent. So I don't know. I'm just I'm curious. What is he going to say? He may say, yeah, I've conquered COVID, I guess. But it really did not play out the way he promised as a candidate. Who's, who's going to hold him accountable for that? Remember, shut down the virus. But yet, under his watch, more cases, more deaths, more hospitalizations than his predecessor. And all we were told during the campaign, as we've said many times, is the Democrats say, Donald Trump's downplaying COVID. He doesn't care. Every case and death's on him. That same standard should be applied to this president. On the ceasefire text line, still waiting on a stove that I bought in September. Wow. Mike in Gulfport says, building boom will soon bust if interest rates increase and inflation doesn't come down. I, I agree with you, Mike. I, I feel like we're on the cusp of something really starting to happen in the economy from a backlash perspective. People are going to say, okay, I can't do it anymore. And I wonder now, are, are people... Are they cutting down on their travel and their consumption of fuel? Just just putting that question out there. On the ceasefire text line, I filled up the gas tank on my one-ton GMC truck yesterday. It cost $159 in Brookhaven. Yeah, that's real money. And I wonder if folks are, are starting to seek... I guess more fuel-efficient vehicles. As, you know, it seems like that always happens whenever the, the price of gas starts to rise. You start seeing sales go down of the big SUVs and trucks and so forth, which are so popular in this part of the country, and start moving to more fuel-efficient, smaller vehicles. I know I have a friend this weekend that um, told me he purchased a BMW 745i, the big one. Had one on the lot. Surprised they had one, honestly. And uh, wanted a different, slightly different configuration, but didn't want to wait the six or nine months, is what the dealer said. <laughs> and so he's out on the lot looking at it, takes in the sticker price. Sales rep says, add $7,000 to it. You don't want it? Next! I mean, that's what's happening, right? That's just a, it's a real simple formula explained by Ecom 101, supply and demand. He bought it, by the way. Bought it. On the ceasefire text line, lead time for new forklifts are now over 15 months. Last year, Good. this time was 12 weeks. Good grief. Wow. Paul and Meridian said something that uh, I agree with. Everyone I know is very angry over their utility bills going up. We've got the Public Service Commissioner, Brent Bailey, in next. and Just going to pose that question to him. What's he seeing? What's he hearing? What's going on there? Appreciate that, Paul. Yep, we're going to take a break. Brent Bailey's up next. Stay with us.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Discount Gun Safe says the Browning safes have arrived. Too many, in fact. Security Joe's warehouse is bursting at the seams, and he's having a huge sale to make room for his Hummer. For a limited time only, choose a Browning Sporter, Rawhide, Hog, or Silver Series Gun Safe, all with overstock price discounts. Take advantage of a special shipment of Browning Hog 49 gun capacity safes, discounted hundreds of dollars just for this sale. Whether you need a high-capacity safe for that expensive gun collection or have just a few guns, important paper, jewelry, or cash, Discount Gun Safe has something to fit any size and budget. Need it delivered? If you live less than 100 miles from the store, delivery starts at just $100. Put your tax refund to good use by purchasing a Browning safe at the lowest prices of the year. See these and other safes by visiting the showroom of Discount Gun Safe. 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, Mississippi, or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve, and you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King, the king of clean. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi back with you. We're waiting for Commissioner Brent Bailey to join us here momentarily. But Kevin from Baldwin, this is so predictable, isn't uh, isn't it, Rhino? 
Yeah, there's a lot more death under Biden because people aren't wearing those masks. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Except if you look at the data, right? We're all about data driven. Yeah, that was the whole argument for the masks. Follow the science, except the science says the masks don't freaking work. Uh, Just think back through the chronology. No reason to wear a mask. You need to wear a mask. You need to wear two. You need to wear an N95. You need to wear it 24 hours a day. I mean, (laughs) it's just been all over the map. But see, the data, Kevin, this is what I wanted to get to. If you look at the states, the regions, with no mandates, their experience in terms of cases, hospitalizations, and deaths, no different than the highly locked up, mandated states. That's the litmus test. There's no evidence of that. None. But yet, we still are mandating them in the schools. Teachers' unions are just egregious in that respect. So, not uh, not on board with that. Jason says, I think Biden's biggest failure regarding COVID is not swallowing his pride and doing something with Trump to get more people vaccinated when it would have made a difference early in 2021. I despise Trump, but the man was trying to help in regards to the pandemic. I think the failure was his approach to persuade people and encourage people, exhort people. It just obviously didn't work because he scolded, scorned, admonished, ridiculed every single time he talked about it. But we're going to pivot here because we've got Commissioner Brent Bailey. He, of course, is the Public Service Commissioner of Mississippi's Central District. Uh, morning there, Commissioner. I, you, much bigger name on the other line you had to take, right? I had to let it go, man. How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming in today, sir. So <laughs> get, how about uh, filling us in? Give us an update from the Central District, what you guys got going on. Man, where do you want to start? Uh, you tell me. You're, you're in charge. <laughs> well, I, I know there's uh, several topics that were brought up to be discussed, and we can certainly jump into those as, um, as uh, it comes into your head and where you want to go. Yeah. But one of the biggest things... The biggest issue we had last week, we rolled our our public utility infrastructure review report, brought you a copy. You can thumb through at your leisure. Okay. And what it was a culmination of a year of review and investigation and, and looking at the uh, events that culminated um, last February, February 2021, the big winter storms that, that hit across the state caused um, a lot of outages, electricity, water. Uh, even disruptions of telecommunication in some aspects, and we didn't hardly see any part of the state that was not impacted by that. Okay. Brought travel um, to a standstill, and um, that really was the motivation behind the commission really jumping in and making sure, hey, just how, you know, d- did we do everything we could, did the utilities do everything they could to prevent such a, you know, a, a widespread large area outage of these events? Mm-hmm. And what can we do going forward to prevent that, to be aware and I think the bottom line is, while there's no doubt some recommendations and findings in this that I think will be helpful going forward, uh, I, I truly believe that that we did determine that the utilities, for the most part, really did their best. You know, we're ready for that, put pieces in place, did a lot of pre-planning, um, good response. But at the same time, in in responding to these outages and doing certain things, you got to put health and safety first. 
last thing you want to do is is put um, the people who are working to restore these services in harm's way yeah. um, unnecessarily. And I know that may have led to you know a day or two longer on restoring certain services, but you got to be aware that um, you got to do it as quickly and safely as possible. Um, you know, th- there's no doubt we saw from the the extended cold period we had there. There are some things we do to, that we can to protect that critical infrastructure going forward. It's going to require some investments, um, which could be some minor rate impacts along the way. You never know. Yeah. It may be a way to to absorb some of those costs to ensure that um, we have continued resiliency in the system going forward. And you may want to differentiate between reliability, which we talk a lot of, and resiliency. And in my view, those are two totally separate things. Reliability is your 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 the confidence you have in walking to your your room, your kitchen, whatever day, whatever it is, and flip on the switch, lights come on, turn on the tap, water flows, turn on the knob on your gas top stove, the gas ignites, mm-hmm. and that's you never question that in 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 our state or in much of the U.S. I mean, that's just the the confidence we've had over years and years and years of of this this quality of life and standard of living that we expect that the utilities have done a good job in providing. Resiliency on the so reliability is the ability for for these services to be available in time of normal conditions. Resiliency is the ability of these services to be um, functional, or the ability to restore them in a short amount of time during times of abnormal and extreme conditions. Yeah, and I think our utilities, through the continuous work they do, through the planning. Uh, process and protocols and the people they have in place uh, so many folks behind the scenes are every day going through drills and scenarios to you know make these preparations for what an extreme event could look like no doubt in mississippi we uh no no stranger to those whether it's ice storms hurricanes tornadoes uh, extended heat waves and even some issues that that we're going to have to take some additional looks at is is the cyber as well as physical threat um issues around infrastructure so there are widespread reports uh, from various sources about the aging infrastructure, particularly our electrical infrastructure in this country mm-hmm. overall. How does it look in Mississippi? Yeah, I saw some of those headlines over the weekend. Yeah. I think it was Wall Street Journal and yeah. others. Um, you know, there's no doubt that that maintaining O and M is is a continual process. And I know our utilities, the electrical, they all have annual um, um, condition reviews yep. on their system, mm-hmm. and they try to identify those weaknesses or, or spots where there could be compromises along the way and work to to move them up the queue to, for replacement or attention, whether it's um, you know reconducting the lines or at least the new poles. Something the PSC did oh, um, just a couple months ago, uh, we gave Entergy the permission to accelerate their transmission infrastructure replacement program mm-hmm. to accelerate movement of from 29 years replacing all their wooden transmission structures to increase decreasing it down to within 11 years at a very minimal minimal 14 cents a month impact on rates mm. and that's going to that upgrades the the wind loading as well as ice loading uh, standards of these new components that are replacing ones that's been in place in there 30, 40, 50, maybe even 60 years. Yeah. So that's going to greatly improve resiliency okay. uh, throughout our infrastructure network. What about um, transition to underground? Undergrounding, uh, you've seen a lot of that done on the coasts, Florida, California, the Northeast. 
Uh, no doubt it has advantages and benefits. It also has significant costs associated with it as well. Yeah. Uh, given, you know, Mississippi, very rural state, um, certainly may make sense um, in, in licenses in the bottom, the coastal counties. Um, you know, it could be very difficult to justify financially throughout the rest of the state. Understanding we are, you know, not just rural, but we also grow vegetation very well here sure. in the state. And vegetation management along the right-of-ways, whether it's distribution or transmission, is something that has to be evaluated yeah. quite frequently. And are the rotations adequate? You know, is a two-year trimming cycle, four-year, three, five. Yeah. Uh, different states have, I mean, different sections of the state, depending on the topography, depending on the type of vegetation. you got to be aware of that. Also, you know, things like invasive species kudzu will will cover up <laughs> your yeah. car if you leave it sitting there long enough yeah and those are things that these guys have to accommodate for in certain parts of the state yeah, i got you all right makes sense well uh you're you're also seeing something else i want to ask you about is yeah. um, new york city now i know it's a long way away from here and they're totally different than mississippi but really the question is is it's a trend we can expect to see and that is earlier this month their city council banned Uh, new installation of new connections for gas-powered stoves and other appliances in newly constructed buildings. I want to say San Francisco recently did the same. Is this something we're going to see as a trend? Is that something we might see in Mississippi? Um, Mississippi, the legislature in the last couple years have taken steps to avoid that, to preempt that, uh, to disallow communities, municipalities, and others from advancing and implementing those types of things. So we've kind of put in a... um, all fuels opportunities bill this in place to uh, prevent that from happening okay. at local level. Good. So we won't see hear. that here in Mississippi. All right, we got a break right here. We'll come right. back. Want to uh, ask you about uh, these rising utility rates we're all feeling right now? Mm. We got Commissioner Brent Bailey. He commissions the uh, public service <laughs> <laughs> in the Central District. We'll be right back. <laughs> the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of showers and thunderstorms, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, low around 59. Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high near 68. And for your Thursday, a 30% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 79. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. 
Get the most out of your tax refund with a new set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center, Jackson's proudest community sponsor with four convenient locations to serve you. Along with our great prices, your new Kenda tires come with a kind of protection you can't find anywhere else, like free road hazard, free flat repair, free tire rotations and balancing, free inspections and more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com. Eric Bowling is on Newsmax, giving you the real truth. Find Newsmax on cable, on streaming, or on your app for the really big news. Eric Bowling, The Balance, exposes the hidden dangers of inflation to your investments, your home, even your Social Security and Medicare. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your operator doesn't carry it, call them, tell them you want it. Download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching now. Make the switch to Newsmax today. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's always interesting to, to watch Republicans fight. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the speaker, uh, you know, we have a super Republican majority in the right. House, a right. super Republican majority in the Senate. Yep. And, and the, the leadership has a, a difference of opinion about, about tax reform. That's Senator John Horn, who discussed the vast differences between the House and Senate proposals during an interview with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. The House plan would eliminate the state income tax over the next few years. The Senate plan would provide tax relief in the form of a one-time rebate. So, so it's going to be interesting to, to, to see those guys just duke it out and, and figure out uh, uh, which, which way we're going to go with this. I think we're going to see some kind of tax reform. Uh, just what it, form it takes uh, remains to be seen. For details on the differences between those proposals, log on to supertalk.fm. Join me, Gerard Gibbard, and Super Talk Mississippi Live from MEC's Capital Day on Thursday, March the 3rd at the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from elected officials, legislators, and business leaders so that you can find out what's happening in our state. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Mondays starting at noon 
here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. Bring it on! Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on! On Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi Public Service Commissioner Brent Bailey is our guest in the Super Talk studios. We appreciate, as always, him joining us today. All right, so you, you talked uh, in the last segment about um, how improvements in electrical infrastructure, for example, mm-hmm. to in, increase resiliency, I think mm-hmm. the main objective there, and you did a great job. Uh, explaining the difference between reliability and resiliency, which, by the way, that same concept applies in the IT world. So, yeah, yep. makes total sense. It gets they, those those um, terms get interchanged and used a lot, but but there is a, there is a distinct difference between the two. Totally agree, and that, that was excellent. So, but you you said something about rate increases as yep. a way to cover those additional capital investments to improve the infrastructure. Explain to us how does that work exactly. So if a utility company uh, needs to make significant investment to improve that infrastructure, say going from wood poles to, I guess, concrete or metal, mm-hmm. as, you, as you discussed in the last segment, yep. uh, how do the rate payers pay for that? Do they have to get permission from the PSC to increase rates? How does yeah. that structure work? That, that's correct, because it does have a, a material impact on those rates and, and what that looks like there is for those certain programs such as this, and it's called the Resiliency Ramp-Up Program through Entergy, okay. um, provided us the details on what that looks like, looked at the um, the economic impact of what that was. It was $0.14 cents per per hundred thousand I mean per thousand kilowatt hours okay um, you know to to advance and accelerate the replacement of that infrastructure that's just one example um, let's look at um, you know say water utilities we did see um, in the February winter storm approximately 80 water systems around the state in various sizes uh, had low to no water pressure for various reasons okay um, some of it could have been you know power went out they didn't have backup generator systems. Or the backup generations there, but they didn't operate. Yeah. Or the well, the pump, the pump um, well heads and things like that are exposed to the elements and not protected, uh, not insulated, froze up. Had other other instances um, where where components just just failed um, to replace those to put in, a, put in the protection devices or update those systems is going to take a capital expenditure in, in many cases. And it's up to the operators as well as those customers' bases to determine is a is that investment worth it to um, ensure during the next major event that those uh, systems there when we need them. So what kind of latitude does the utility provider have in increasing rates to, say, cover those investments? And when do they have to seek authority and yeah. approval from the, com- uh, the commission? Well, I... And also, um, like to remind folks that our regulatory authority is not universal. 
you know, we do have our five rate regulated entities or, or fully regulated utilities, yeah. Mississippi Power, Entergy, Centerpoint, Atmos Gas, and Spire Energy, which is mm-hmm. kind of South Mississippi. You know, okay. we, we fully regulate the all systems of them. Okay. Uh, when you get down to to um, rural electric cooperatives, rural water associations, municipal utilities, utility districts, um, we certainly have differences in in many cases we don't have authority over rates billing and internal governance particularly for those uh utilities that self-elect board members to represent their interests such as rural electric cooperatives rural water associations and then with municipal utilities that we, we see that regulatory oversight step down even a bit more there right and it's just um i know it gets confusing to customers who call our office and looking for assistance and it's frustrating me sometimes to have to explain that that there's certain things i can and, and can't do by by statutory authority yeah but it's not to say we'll do everything in our power and our efforts to help assist a customer when they do call so getting back to the 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 rate issue question certainly for those rate regulated utilities they come to us with those programs and here's what we would like to do and we evaluate them you know the cost benefits are these prudent investments going forward and allow some kind of return schedule on that for whatever Is there ever a situation where the utility provider can just raise rates without permission from your regulatory authority? There are certain, I wouldn't say yes or no, I mean there are certain pass-through costs that are certainly expected of that um, that may be pushed down from federal level through a FERC order or something along those lines. Um, We're certainly aware of those. Um, We may or may not have the ability to you know, block that per se. Yeah. Uh, but there are certain some federal instances where that becomes a a mandatory pass through cost that we factor in there when we're looking at the uh, uh, the formula rate plan and how all the costs um, go into that. But there, those are few and far between. Well, so what? I guess the question is though, what is um, to what extent can they just pass on market? Increases the market changes, yeah. and let's say gas, for yeah, example, natural, natural gas, gas. And, yeah. and that's something. To, um, I guess you kind of lead into. We have seen a, the increase in rates, uh, yeah, and that is direct um, impact from the increase in natural gas over the last twelve months, and the you know, and what projected recovery would be from the utilities, and maybe that didn't always match up based on their projections over the last twelve months of what that cost of fuel would be yeah what it actually was and now we have to allow them to recover those under recovered costs uh, because we did see gas get up in the six dollar range yeah. um, and a large part of that just for a very uh, uh, um, condensed time last february we saw natural gas spike tremendously and it had a ripple effect across the country as we saw supplies diminish in the southeast particularly texas and where that's where the hub is and in Louisiana, that area, and it kind of went out from there. Um, while supply never really went away, it certainly increased the the you know the risk factor cost of that. What about electricity? When the when the source of those electric producing plants might be a commodity such as coal or gas? Yeah. So so natural gas. Uh, the uh, um, natural gas is the fuel primary fuel for a large part of our not just generation fleet but the energy generated the capacity component of that and and so uh, we have to allow them to recover those costs those are monies already expended to purchase that fuel to generate that power yeah and the the recovery mechanism uh, because we didn't foresee them or, or we the utilities in their 12 month plan may not have foresaw a significant jump in that 
those carryover costs now in 2022 are allowing them to recover that. Despite the price of gas has sort of settled back down somewhat, it's still higher than it was last year or even on average over the last six to seven to eight years. Um, And is that the new normal? We're unsure, yeah. Uh, but it's something we're going to have to account for going forward. But the main thing is the utility provider, in this case yeah. the electrical provider, they don't have to come to the commission and say, look, we're paying more for gas that we're using, consuming to generate electricity. We need to raise the rates here. They don't have to do that. Yes, they, they do. They do have to Yeah, do. I mean, because we, we look at the, the mechanisms they're using, because they all have tools. Okay. They do okay. um, hedging, forward contracting, sure. that kind of stuff. Sure. Some up to X amount, some not. And we look at... You know, are these the best ways to recover these costs? Okay. Are you adequately planning ahead? Did your under-recovery, what did it look like? What do you need over the next 12 months to level that out so you're not having significant over-recovery of ratepayer dollars and you're not having significant under-recovery okay. ratepayer dollars, and then you got to apply carrying costs to that? So it's it's always you know you want to be net zero yeah, at the end I, of the twelve months. So yeah, the, through the, our utility staff and their economists and and our folks, there is sort of a, a there is that review. Okay, so it's, while it's, it is a pass through cost for natural gas, they don't earn revenues on fuel costs. We still got to make sure that how they're calculating it, how they're purchasing it, and how they're recovering those costs um, is appropriate. I, I guess it seems like it's been very active, and I'm talking about just the the fluctuations and the volatility in the price of gas certainly over the last twelve months. Mm-hmm. Is is do they come then on a, a regular basis? Is it frequent that they come and say, "Look, this is what it looks like. We this is our plan to recover." So it has been annually. Um, okay. And, and does that create surprises? You know, you, you hate to use that word, but it certainly was. Um, we, we saw this coming, but that was a mechanism in place with the latest uh, approval of their fuel costs, the rate recovery aspect. We did include in this order a, a, a review every three months or every 90 days uh, for the utilities to come back and say, this is where we are in our recovery component. This yeah. is what we are anticipating fuel cost. To be, this is where fuel costs are. So it does give us a little flexibility over the next year to adjust if we need to. So recent increases that folks have been texting us about, and myself included, I'm sure you as well, you've seen that. That's a result of a, of a recently approved rate increase? Yes, sir. Okay. It was. Um, um, when all said and done, um, through even some rate decreases, when you look at all the riders and the yeah. factors going there, it was a net of, for an energy customer, approximately $7 and something cents. Okay. I can't remember the okay. actual right now. Okay. So. Well, and so we'll just hang on and see where all this is going because well, it continues to be volatile. It does, certainly. and hopefully we have the mechanisms in place to reduce that volatility and plan for it. Um, and, you know, we have other opportunities to continue to diversify our fuel mix as we see just generation fleet transition. Gotcha. And, um, you know, maintaining a reliable, resilient service yeah. is certainly key that is affordable and accessible and adequate. Commissioner Brent Bailey has been our guest. As always, sir, appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. You bet. Middays will be right back. We've got Senator David Blunt coming in at 12.05 and some tickets to give away.
Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human resources support center for all my hr needs think of all the time we'll save letting people lease handle our payroll and benefits administration i'll be busy growing my business and letting people lease take care of the rest sounds like a good business plan with people lease let people lease mind your business so you can mind your own business call now 601-987-3025 that's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote this is a midday agri-market report. One day after the U.S. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack raised questions about price increases in farm inputs, the U.S. Department of Justice announced its initiative to step up investigative efforts on price collusion. As agriculture and other industries continue to fight supply chain difficulties, the U.S. Department of Justice last week said it was stepping up efforts to monitor for companies that quote exploit supply chain disruptions to engage in collusive conduct unquote the doj announcement comes one day after ag secretary tom vilsack told state agriculture officials at the national association of state departments of agriculture winter meeting in arlington virginia the doj should be investigating ag input price increases such higher seeds are chemical cost I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our healthcare workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers.
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Old Ziggy Stardust himself, <laughs> David Bowie, let's dance. That's back in the 80s when he'd wear clothes and have his hair coiffed. He, he just looked like straight lines of geometric shapes. <laughs> Triangles and rhombi and stuff like that. Oh boy, appreciate that, Rhino. We're back here, of course, on Middays. Don't forget, we've got uh, Senator David Blunt coming in the studio at 12.05. Uh, you like that soundbite we're playing from my interview yesterday with Senator John Horn? And so the question was uh, to him that I posed was about the tax reform. And there's no secret, of course, we've got two wildly different approaches from the Republican-controlled House and the Republican-controlled Senate down there at the Capitol. And uh, they're, they're not very much alike or very similar and, uh, with respect to the detailed provisions. And so I just asked the senator where he stood and what he thought, and you heard what he said. It's always interesting to see Republicans fighting amongst themselves about that. And, uh, I, of course, that elicited a bit of laughter from me. But I, I knew as soon as he said that, that would be a great soundbite. And uh, he, he did so, I thought, uh, with a bit of glee. And I could detect in his voice. But that's kind of where we are on that deal. And still waiting to see where all that goes. Uh, of course, houses, the respective houses, much t- must take up a legislation where the bill originates in the House, I want to say, by tomorrow, I think we established was, uh, don't you remember when we had um, one of the senators on a couple of weeks ago, we asked that question. I think we looked it up, determined that, and then if it is transmitted from the other chamber, is it uh, the middle of March, I think, sometime in that time frame? is uh, For some reason, March 7th is coming to mind. Okay, yeah. But it's it could be wrong. a couple of weeks out, nonetheless. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. On the C Spire text line, which, by the way, is 601-879-4395, do rates ever go down? That a question from Tim in the Delta. They do, and they have. Um, it's... Not typical, not usual, not something that uh, we could expect uh, with regularity, but I believe that has happened before. There has been a push for, what is it, what do they call it, net metering, where if you, say, install solar panels on the roof of your house, you yeah. could then add in to the grid, and theoretically, if you didn't use as much power as you were creating, you would have a negative bill. Right. Yep. Exactly. I don't know that that has gotten widespread adoption at this point. Not a whole lot. Certain states have it, but I haven't seen it get a whole lot of traction in Mississippi. Robert and Clinton asks ask about city of Jackson water issues. So keep in mind there, um, 
Robert, that the Public Service Commission does not regulate City of Jackson water. It's not one of the regulated utilities. So that is that's a subject, a question for city leaders in the city of Jackson. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a problem. I don't think there's any question about that. By the way, the Dow is absolutely tanking again, selling off. It's down 457. The Nasdaq 187. And I think, Rhino, that is uh, the latest on reports that um, old Putin has sent in troops. Yeah, the parliament or the body or whatever they call it in Russia has okayed the sending of troops to the breakaway regions. Yep, uh, in the uh, eastern part of the country of Ukraine. And uh, also, Biden is scheduled to address Russia's escalation in Ukraine because this is something else I do think the market may be keying on. Previously, it was described, as you recall, as an incursion. Now it is being termed as an invasion. So semantics, I think, do matter. Was it kind of dumb to call it minor incursion to start with? I'm not even sure what that means exactly when one nation sends its military into another one. Is that just a minor incursion? No, the minor incursion was when, I forget what country it was, but they they crossed the river because they looked at the map wrong. They didn't mean to have an invasion. They just took over a part of a town in a different country. <laughs> they, they were trying to position the map, and their, their compass couldn't find north, right, is what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Do uh, have a quick public service announcement that was put out by the Department of Health this morning what's about that? powdered formula. There's a recall on powdered formula, Similac, Alimentum, or Elicare, powdered infant formulas, if your carton or container has the first two digits of the, the code on there are either 20 or 22 through 37, so the first two digits will be 22 through 37, the code will contain K8, SH, or Z2, and it'll have a use-by date of April the 1st. Wow. If you got that, it's a recall. It can cause illness due to possible bacterial contamination, so be aware. Ooh, thank you for that, Rhino. All right, it's time for a break here on Middays. We've got Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way, and then Senator David Blunt joins us in the studio. You want to stick around for that? You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. Russian troop movement into eastern Ukraine is being called an invasion by the White House, triggering new economic sanctions to be announced today. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the U.S. will impose new measures responding and welcoming Germany's announcement to suspend the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline from Russia. Yesterday, the president ordered sanctions on businesses in separatist-controlled regions of eastern Ukraine after Russia recognized their independence. Jared Halpern, Fox News. Three men convicted of murdering Ahmad Arbery while he was out jogging in Georgia last year are now also found guilty of federal hate crime charges. We got a victory today. Mm-hmm. But it's so many families out there who don't, who, who don't get victories. Arbery's mother, Wanda Cooper Jones, the men got life sentences for the murder. They say they thought they were chasing a burglar. The Supreme Court will hear a case involving a Colorado woman refusing to design wedding websites for gay couples. She says the state's anti-discrimination law violates her free speech and religious rights. America's listening to Fox News. 
As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pelium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The House has been touting their tax relief plan, and Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says the Senate will drop their bill today. We will reduce the grocery tax from 7 to 5 percent. That's more aggressive than the House bill. Uh, we have $131 million direct checks back to taxpayers, and the House bill does not have that. Then, in addition to that, we cut uh, taxes on uh, on, on income tax four three two one percent. Cut the four percent bracket out, just as uh, Governor Reason and Speaker Gunn did with the three percent bracket. And the total of all of that is a little short of half a billion dollars in, in reductions. Husband says they spent a lot of time making sure they still have the money for projects that we need in the state, like infrastructure. He says an infrastructure bill will also be introduced soon. You can take a look at the difference between the House and Senate plans at supertalk.fm. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. The choices our teens make on prom night can impact them for the rest of their lives. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Because vehicle accidents are a leading cause of brain and spinal cord injuries in our state, we have teamed up with the Mississippi Highway Patrol to show young adults the serious consequences of poor choices behind the wheel. To learn more or book a Please Return on Monday program at your school, please visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. That's mdrs.ms.gov. Auditor Shad White wants to honor organizations and governments that are saving taxpayers money. The idea for the Pi Award came from Iowa State Auditor Rob Sant. He started a program called the Public Innovations and Efficiencies Award, the Pi Award is what he called it. And the idea was, okay, well, when we go in and, and see somebody doing something innovative to save taxpayer dollars in government, let's give them this award and honor them for thinking outside the box. Sand delivers pizza pies to award winners. White says he's going old school and plans to deliver pecan pies. You can go to the website, go to osa.ms.gov slash pie. You can apply, and we're going to pick some winners for that this year and honor people and honor organizations, government offices that have done a good job. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. all the folks in the capital city metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning six to nine gallo show we'll start your day the informed way super talk mississippi 97.3 welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing you're listening to middays with gerard gibbert here on super talk mississippi Welcome back, everyone. Hour three of middays on Super Talk Mississippi. We thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget, we've got some uh, tickets to give away, concert tickets later on in the program. But joining us right now, Senator David Blunt. He represents a District 29, serves as the chairman of the Senate Gaming Committee and the vice chair of the Senate Education Committee. Thanks for joining us today, Senator. How are you, sir? Doing great. Happy to be with you. Yes, sir. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule. So the 2022 session is in uh, full swing, and it seems like it's been quite an active session, I think, with a number of uh, pieces of legislation uh, meandering their way through the chambers there. Uh, What has been kind of front and center for you? Let's talk about education with the teacher pay raise first. We got a, a Senate version, a House version. Where do you think that goes from here? Well, uh, I'm optimistic we can get it done. It's a priority for both chambers. It's a priority for both parties. Uh, There are differences in the two proposals, but I don't think they're significant. And I hope we can get it done. Uh, It's a top priority for our leadership and for me personally, so I hope it can happen. Uh, It is a busy session. Uh, The two things that are unique about this session uh, are that we have 1.8 billion dollars in federal money that the state has received through the American Rescue Plan and then we will have a legislative redistricting completed by the end of the year uh, and then of course the, these tax cut proposals are dominating the debate at the Capitol right now. I just remember the Senate Finance Committee just left that committee which adjourned a few minutes ago and uh, Senator Harkin's bill uh, passed out as that's the Senate version of the tax cut plan. So. There's a lot going on. We got a deadline today, deadline tomorrow, big deadline next Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be a sprint for the next six weeks. What's the deadline tomorrow, Senator? Tomorrow is the deadline for appropriations and revenue bills to be passed off the floor. Okay. Those so that originated. And revenue bills. I'm sorry. Go ahead, yes, sir. Yes, that's right. So, no, no. What you said, George, is exactly right. So, for Senate appropriation bills and Senate 
revenue bills, which are bills that deal with taxes. They need to be passed by the full Senate by tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and then the next big deadline, which comes mighty quick, is Tuesday, which is the committee deadline for general bills from the other house. So house general bills will need to get out of their Senate committee by next Tuesday and vice versa. And the point I want to make to your listeners who aren't in the minutia of all this is the Mississippi legislature, uh, these deadlines are real deadlines. Uh, we finish on time and we fill, finish with a balanced budget. I mean, this is not like Washington, D.C. Uh, and of course, you know, sometimes you know, we, we fight about stuff and sometimes things don't work out the way I want it to. But at the end of the day, we're going to finish on time with a balanced budget. And uh, that's the difference between what happens in Jackson and what happens in Washington. Yeah, it's a great point and appreciate you for making it, uh, sir, because the state of Mississippi does not have the luxury of saying, well, we spend a whole lot more than we're going to take in. That's okay. We'll just print it or borrow it or whatever the case may be to cover the shortfalls. Uh, that can't happen in the state of Mississippi in, in accordance with law. That's exactly right. And that, that leads, I think, directly into this debate about tax cuts. And to me, the folks pushing uh, the, uh, the House tax cut plan, it is reckless and irresponsible. And it is D.C. math. Uh, in Washington, D.C., people can, set, can cut taxes and increase spending, and the budget uh, deficit grows and the national debt grows, uh, and they just can print the money. We cannot do that, which means that we have got to be careful with our revenue. and. Uh, we cannot, we're going to be forced to balance the budget every year. And so the, the principle that we have based uh, budgeting on since I've been here in the legislature is we use one-time money for one-time expenses. Uh, the Senate plan on this uh, federal money does exactly that. It does not invest in funding salaries that we're not going to be able to pay when the federal money goes away. It goes into infrastructure. It goes into buildings. It goes into water and sewer. It's one-time money for one-time expense. The flip side of that argument is if you have a one-time windfall, and we all know this federal money that's been sent directly to the state and the federal money that has been sent directly to, to taxpayers and by the federal government mailing out checks, we all know that is one-time revenue. And you cannot and you should not eliminate recurring revenue, which is to say the taxes you collect every single year based on a one-time windfall. It's not responsible because three years from now, four years from now, whatever condition the economy is in, we're going to be back at the Capitol having to balance the budget. And so uh, the, the main point I want to make is we all know we're in a COVID economy. It's uncertain times internationally. Uh, we all know this is one-time federal money, and this is not the time to be making drastic changes to a tax structure like the House plan proposes. So when you look at the House plan and uh, and you look at how those numbers have been extended in the form of a pro forma out uh, for, and it depends on which, which model you look at, the LBO's fiscal note um, contemplated two years. But I, but I've seen another announcement. Well, we all know we all know the phase in we all know the phase in is much longer than two years, and the LBO right. note does not look far enough into the future. And I think right. Everybody knows that. But I think there's been some third parties, if I'm not mistaken, that have prepared uh, analysis of the, the House plan that that extends out beyond those two years. 
I'm not sure if you've seen that. Yes. And, and just my question is, have you and what do you think? And is that where your concern is, that we may be looking at a situation that once we get past this initial couple of years where we're s- sort of funder, funding the uh, reduction in revenue with uh, the cushion we've presently built up, that when we get into the out years that we don't have that cushion and we, we lack the revenue uh, to cover the expenses? Organic. That's exactly right. That's that. What, no, that's exactly right. That is my concern, and I do have numbers uh, which have been produced by the University Research Center, which is part of the state institution of higher learning. Yeah. Uh, and they show that in ten years, uh, we'll be a billion dollars in the hole if the House plan passes. That's a that's a report published by the University Research Center at IHL uh, this month uh, on the House bill, and for. Ten years from now, they project a total uh, reduction in revenue of one billion seven million five hundred fifty-six three hundred fifty-seven dollars. Okay, uh, and that's that's what they project. So you don't share the $1 same. Short. Is it fair to say, Senator, you don't share, let's say, the speaker's optimism that um, that that the economy will be boosted by this plan to the point that revenues collected from sales taxes, for example, would, would offset, more than offset, the reduction in income taxes? Uh, I don't. I mean, if you look at the last three governors that we've had uh, in this in this last decade and a half, Ronnie Musgrove, Haley Barber, Phil Bryant, every single one of them in multiple years had to make mid-year budget cuts. Uh, in the case of Governor Barber, of course, the Great Recession, uh, every every one of those governors had to make mid-year budget cuts in multiple years because revenue uh, wasn't coming in. And, and again, the point I want to make is we've got to balance the budget. And so, and, and, and those governors did what they had to do uh, at the time because it, we, we could not end the budget year with a deficit and they were forced to make cuts. And uh, it's just not, this is, this is not the time in this COVID economy uh, to make radical changes uh, to our tax policy, and I think that's what the House bill does. Is there any appetite or interest, do you feel, under the dome to reduce government spending as a way to mitigate those, those revenue reductions if that were to occur? Well, here's what uh, Senator Braun proposed this morning, and I think this is what we should do. Uh, we know that we have had uh, the last couple of years, a lot more money come in than was projected. Uh, a historic amount, more than we've ever had in excess of projections. But I think we all know, certainly the people who've been up here a long time, and Senator Brown's been up here longer than I have, is uh, that is not the norm. So the question is, what should we do with that one-time excess in money? And I mean, it would be like if you make $100,000 a year and you uh, your great aunt died and left you $50,000, should you live next year uh, based on your $100,000 that you earn, or should you live, should you plan to live the rest of your life like you make $150,000 a year because you had a one-time windfall? Uh, you, should, you should plan your life based on what you know your income has been historically, which is, in that case of that example, $100,000. So in the case of the state, what I think we should do with this money is invest it in infrastructure and one-time expenses because the federal money and the Senate has released a plan. It's been very transparent. 
bills have been passed, handouts have been sent out to everybody. I, I, I hope you can see that out of the house. But we've released a plan for what to do with our one-time federal money. But we also acknowledge, particularly as it relates to water and sewer, and I hope we can talk about this after the break, yep. that that's not going to fix all the water and sewer problems in the state. And so where is the additional money going to come from to fix water and sewer? It's going to come from the people who pay their water bills. Gotcha. And Sen- Senator that's Hayes, the same as a tax. Hold on to that's that thought. Yes, sir. Hold on to that thought. We'll take a break right here. We'll be right back. We've got Senator David Blunt with us. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleEase can help. How can they help? PeopleEase can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. It sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. What makes Canon Nissan a great dealership? That's easy. Great products, great sales team, and great service. With the largest parts department in the state. This is Dave Logan. Canon Nissan's service department is open six days a week. No appointment is needed. We have two master techs, and we'll do oil changes on most makes and models. Right now, buy three tires and get the fourth one for a dollar. Plus the friendly professional service you've come to expect from Canon Nissan of Jackson. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. 
We are beyond terrified. We don't know what's going on or what to do. Happy Halloween from Super Talk Mississippi. We are back on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We've got Senator David Blunt uh, joining us on the line. So, Senator, please continue, sir. We were we were just talking about uh, the, the various tax reform proposals, the one from the House, the one from the Senate. You described, I believe, the House plan as reckless. And uh, I, I asked you if you shared if you did not share the uh, the speaker's optimism with respect to uh, the economic uh, growth that the state would incur as a result of the House plan and, and, and thus an increase really would be in consumption taxes as we uh, continue to uh, reduce uh, income taxes. The state effectively the goal would be to power the state on on sales taxes. Right now we have two major sources of revenue, that's being income taxes and, and sales taxes, and under this plan over a period of years the income tax will be phased out, starts out by phasing out a, a good bit of it with by increasing the personal exemption rather dramatically, uh, which essentially means again the state would be powered by, from a funding perspective, in, uh, sales taxes, consumption taxes. Uh, you don't apparently feel like that would be a good approach. Well, I mean, first of all, I don't think we need to do any of this right now uh, because if we all know that we're in a COVID economy and we're in very un uncertain economic times and we don't need to be making permanent uh, changes to our tax structure right now, period. But secondly, I would say uh, I do not agree with shifting the burden of, from income taxes, which is almost flat in the state of Mississippi, to by increasing sales tax, and that's what the House bill would do, it would increase the sales tax. And who does that hurt? It hurts poor people, it hurts people on fixed incomes, it hurts retirees. So uh, I, I don't agree with the shift uh, of shifting from an income tax, which is not onerous and not out of step with states that have income taxes, uh, to to sales tax, increasing the sales tax on folks, and that's going to hurt uh, poor people, working people, and people on fixed incomes and retirees. I don't, I just disagree with that. Okay, well, fair enough. I, I just wanted to make sure that we were clear on on uh, where you stood. So, sure. share with us where you stand on the Senate proposal. Now, a bill that you informed us this morning passed out of committee will be headed to the floor. Is that correct, Senator Harkins? That is correct. Uh, Yes, sir, that is correct. That bill passed out of the Senate Finance Committee just a few minutes ago, and for the reasons I just said, I did not vote for it. Uh, it will come up on the floor uh, tomorrow based on the deadline. It would phase out the 4% bracket, uh, and uh, it would do, I haven't had a chance to say it completely, it would phase out the 4% bracket, it would uh, send a one-time rebate to folks, and it would reduce the grocery tax. Right, okay. Uh, so that's that's a that's a simplified explanation of the of the 
Senate plan. I think it also included a very small decrease in car tags as well, if I'm not mistaken, the state yes. portion, yes, which, is a, which is a small amount of money. So you did not support You're it. Correct. You did not support it. And so, um, did, is that right? Did I? Is that what I heard you say? You did not vote for it? Yes, you're right. You're right. I voted no in the committee. Uh, and what do you anticipate? Uh, do you have kind of a crystal ball there? What do you anticipate is going to happen on the floor with that bill? Uh, it will come up tomorrow. It will come up tomorrow. I mean, I think it's likely to pass. Um, but uh, again, you know, I, I do not think that this is a time to make any changes to the tax structure. What I would do with this one-time windfall that we have uh, is I would invest in uh, water sewer systems across the state. Obviously, uh, the area I represent, Jackson Byram, has serious water problems, but the Senate plan would support water and sewer systems in every single part of the state because, and, and this was mentioned on the floor, the Senate is, is allocating a lot of money to water and sewer, but the, they will tell you, the committee will tell you, we know it's not enough. We know it's not enough. And when uh, the water systems and sewer systems begin to fail, the only place they can get money is by raising water rates. And that is the same as a tax because you've got to pay it. And you don't, it's a monopoly and you've got to pay it. And when your water bill goes up to fix the broken water system or the broken sewer system, if you live in a rural area or, or any place in the state, that is the same as a tax increase. And so what we should do is we should take this one-time money we should, we could put, a, literally, we could put a billion dollars of state money to match the federal money, and we could fix these water and sewer problems for a generation so that water rates won't go up and people have safe drinking water. That's what I think we ought to do. And so, how does that work, Senator? So we're talking about state money, which would be invested in infrastructure, say, inside the city of Jackson, in city limits, state money to a city. Is there kind of a, a formal legal legislative process to make that transfer? How does that work? Uh, we can appropriate the money. Just to it's the city? It, it's our money. Okay. Yeah, and I want to emphasize, obviously it's needed in the city of Jackson, but I, I want to emphasize our plan would calls for helping every water and sewer system in the state. Okay. And uh, the Senate plan for the federal money runs it all through DEQ, which is, uh, they already operate a revolving loan program already, so that's that's a good place to put it, in my opinion. And uh, we could supplement that money, which we know is not enough, yeah. and fix these problems for a generation with this one-time money. Put it in the ground, fix it. That, I think that's what we ought to do. So it's my understanding that the budget this year is actually less in terms of spending than last year. Is that correct? I, I think the report I saw said in terms of this, $6.6 billion versus seven. In terms of the what has passed the Senate, uh, the general fund, you're correct. And so the 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 budget, the half of the budget that's passed the Senate. You know, the House passes half, and we pass half. Yep. and Get together and do one budget. Yeah. Uh, it cuts education. It cuts uh, the corrections department, where we know we need more corrections folks and need to pay them more money. It cuts mental health. It cuts public safety. It cuts the military department. Mm -hmm. the, the budget as it stands today, the budget recommended by the Joint Legislative Budget Committee, cuts all these programs uh, at a time when we've got a billion dollars in the bank. I mean, I, I just, I don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's where, the, and that, that number may go up, may go up as we, as it, Bill works through the process, but as it stands right now, that's where we are.
Yeah, I think Senator Hob Bryan said, um, excuse me, Briggs Hobson, excuse me, Senator Briggs Hobson said, well, this is a starting point, not the, the ending point. He being right. chair of the Appropriations yeah, of Committee. Of course, he's right about that. Yeah. All right. He's right about that. So, but, but I mean, and, 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 and the, the, trick, the trick for him, of course, is the responsible thing to do is, is to treat this surplus money as one-time money and, and not get ourselves in a situation where we are committed to recurring costs when we don't have this money in two or three years, and, and, and we know we won't. I understand. So one of the questions, Senator, that uh, I'm sure you're aware that has come up uh, concerns this bill that would have increased the so-called office expense of $1,500 a month to members of the legislature uh, for the months that the legislature is actually in regular session, four years in the first year of a four-year term, uh, four months, pardon me, and then um, three months of the subsequent years in a four-year term. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I believe you voted for that, sir. What would you tell people that, hey, we, we don't see fit to, to uh, reduce your taxes, but we saw fit in this case? This is the way it's being perceived. I'm, I'm just passing that on to increase our pay. Sure. Uh, I did vote for that. I think it passed the Senate uh, by a vote of 48 to 4 or something like that. I think that's right. Uh, and, I, and I would say that the uh, what, what we're looking at across the board is a pay raise for teachers, a pay raise for state employees, a pay raise for just about every elected official in the state, governor, judges, everything else, uh, and legislative pay has not been increased in 27 years. So uh, I think it would be tied to uh, all of those other increases that we're looking at. Uh, and I think if you look at when the last time uh, our other elected officials in the state got raises uh, and when the last time the legislature got a raise, which was, as I said, I think it was 27, 28 years ago, and it is in line with what we're looking at for these other folks who will also be receiving raises, including our county elected officials. And I support all of those efforts. Uh, I think that for that reason, it came up and passed the Senate, uh, but was held on the motion to reconsider, and so that bill died. Yeah. That bill died. I don't think there was a House bill. So that's what I would say. Okay. Well, you, you conveyed with respect to uh, uh, more sweeping tax reform that you felt like this really wasn't the time uh, to do that, that the, the, the timing itself is just bad. I think you, you noted the COVID economy. we got just about a minute left. Uh, do you not feel that maybe the same applies here? Maybe the, the timing is, even though you, you indicated 27 years since you've had a raise, timing is just probably not right for this? Uh, I don't know that I would say that. I mean, uh, the difference, of course, is eliminating the income tax is $2 billion. Yeah. And there are 174 members of the legislature. So I, I don't think that's an apples to apples. It works out to about $780,000 a year. One third of the state budget is $2 billion. Gotcha. Senator, always so, a pleasure having you on, sir. Really appreciate uh, your, uh, your informing us today, and uh, good luck with the rest of the session. We'll talk soon. Great. Thanks for having me. You bet. Senator David Blunt has been our guest here on Middays. We'll take a break, come back with more talk, and we got tickets to give away. Hank Williams Jr. concert up in South Haven. the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of showers and thunderstorms, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, low around 59. Your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high near 68. And for your Thursday, a 30% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 79. 
This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Men, let's get real for a moment. As we age, the body part that we love the most doesn't always work quite as well as it used to. The launch sequence breaks down. The flag doesn't rise like before. And your significant other suffers along with you. Well, it doesn't need to be like that anymore. If erectile dysfunction has you down, you might just need our new painless, non-surgical, and effective ED treatments. This revolutionary acoustic wave therapy is specifically designed to restore blood flow stimulate growth and it may just give you your sex life back so come one come all to integrated wellness and medical center in ridgeland and restore your confidence back to you call 601-202-8044 today for your no cost or obligation erectile dysfunction evaluation that's 601-202-8044 and get back in the game fellas call now 601-202-8044 lee temple customer clark's construction we had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom we checked with other folks to see how they had worked with jerry and we always got some uh, some good reviews never did get one that was uh, that was not good and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with jerry so i'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust call clark's construction at 601-214-9463 at batteries plus we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The House has been touting their tax relief plan, and Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says the Senate will drop their bill today. We will reduce the grocery tax from 7 to 5%. That's more aggressive than the House bill. Uh, we have $131 million direct checks back to taxpayers, and the House bill does not have that. Then, in addition to that, we cut uh, taxes on, uh, on on income tax, 4, 3, 2, 1 percent, cut the 4 percent bracket out, just as uh, Governor Reason and Speaker Gunn did with the 3 percent bracket. And the total of all of that is a little short of half a billion dollars in, in reductions. Hoseman says they spent a lot of time making sure they still have the money for projects that we need in the state, like infrastructure. He says an infrastructure bill will also be introduced soon. You can take a look at the difference between the House and Senate plans at supertalk.fm. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day at 5 o'clock for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, they have the freshest lineup of 2022 SUVs in America, like Ford Escape, Ford Edge, or Ford Explorer, all named 2021 IIHS Top Safety Picks. The SUVs of the future weren't built for a few. They are built for America. Ford SUVs. See a Ford dealer near you and drive one today. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Halloween. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Now, back to Middays with Gerard on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone midday super talk mississippi we thank you so much for joining us we got uh a little more time left here on the program so uh rhino give us an update on what uh, you just learned about uh, what's happening in ukraine there yeah a little bit of moving target here as far as keeping up with russia and ukraine but it appears that russia has pulled all of their diplomatic people Mm-hmm. They're diplomats from Ukraine, taking them out of the embassies and anybody else that might be in-country. And their stated reasoning was threats to staff. Hmm. Well, I, I just saw on the crawler here, just came up, actually it wasn't a crawler, it was a static banner, said that the EU is uh, announcing sanctions, and apparently uh, the President Biden is going to finally, I guess, come out of the basement there and talk about this stuff and address the escalation occurring, as, as especially now that they have, the White House has described it as an invasion, an official invasion. You made a great point. Incursion, yeah. Oh, I didn't know I crossed the line there. Apparently, part of the reasoning behind changing it to invasion 
is last night when Russian President Putin announced that they would be recognizing the independent nations in the, the breakaway region, they, he said that they would be acknowledging the borders put out in those countries' constitutions that just magically appeared. The problem is the borders outlined in those constitutions include disputed territory that Ukraine says is theirs, no matter what. Hmm. It's bizarre, honestly, that this is... If you think about it, it really is to wrap your head around that this is happening. You kind of thought all this was resolved in the books, done deal. Uh, doesn't Russia have enough to create a prosperous, safe environment? they got to go have another country here, essentially? Hadn't that been resolved? I mean, and I know this is... This is an age-old situation. It's been going on. Same with the Middle East, right? They've just been at each other's throats forever. A little bit different for the Middle East compared to this. The, the Middle East is fighting over a specific chunk of land That's true. that connected three continents historically. So it's had a, a great historic significance in trade and culture and everything. So it's fighting over a strip of land, not necessarily any resources or anything pertaining to the land itself. They just want the land. Whereas this Russia-Ukraine deal looks more and more like it's in search of resources. Uh, uh, good point. I, I agree. I, and I guess what, what I mean by just in comparing the two is just the tumult, the conflict. Oh, yeah. it, it's just been going on for a while. So uh, Anyhow, we uh, appreciate Senator Blunt uh, for coming on the program. And and uh, I appreciate his candor and his his openness to talk about these uh, thorny issues. Uh, here's what I'll say about this income tax situation, and th this really has kind of just hit me the more I sit down and, and think through the the economics, the math, the model. And this is what I believe I'd like to see, and, and, and certainly the senator pointed to a report produced uh, internally in, in within the state at the university that shows we would generate a significant, I think he said billion-dollar deficit in the out years, right, once the income tax is eliminated. And, and then I've got one in my hands that was produced by a third party that doesn't reflect such a deficit. In this particular report, I'm looking at the the analysis extends out to 2035, all right? So here's the deal. These folks can put these reports together. You're projecting. You're speculating. You're guessing. I've done this in, in selling and buying companies. That's exactly what you're doing. You're trying to persuade a buyer or a seller on big numbers and you put models together, pro formas they call they're called, and those are based on the best information you can obtain to schedule that out to to build these models. And I, again, it's speculative. So there's a couple of things I could say though with respect to the his assertion that we're dealing with one-time money, big cushions of of money pumped into the state revenue coffers and the Treasury. 
um, here in the state over the last couple of years, and that a plan that contemplates using that to offset the reduction of revenues is a risky one. That essentially, I think I'm accurately characterizing what the senator said, and that he couldn't get on board with that. And I think that's true of the lieutenant governor. You, you gosh, you heard him on uh, with Paul this morning, and you, you heard him on our news here discussing that. Um, I think he said, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, Rhino, we've got to be concerned about money we need in the future, for future projects, I think is what the lieutenant governor said. So with respect to, and I, I share the concern that is the increases, are the increases of revenue that the state has experienced, which are considerably higher than the estimates of revenue, the so-called sine die end of the legislative session, this is our, our budgeted revenue, wow, actual revenue came in much higher. The governor recently has been uh, promoting that and has um, uh, issued social media posts and and uh, with respect to sort of showing off these these revenue increases over budget. Is that a result of organic economic growth, or is it a result of this helicopter money that was just dumped? And here's what I can say. Every state just about in the country has experienced big-time surpluses. So to get down to the what's the root cause driver factor in these revenues coming in much greater than budgeted, you really got to get down to the individual tax return level. And that's something the Department of Revenue could do here. Rather than all these analyses being built on, as best I can tell, aggregate figures and and historical trends and applying percentage factors and and pushing inflation into the equation as well. But you get down to the individual tax return level, and here's and here's what I mean by that: it is if you looked at individual tax returns, are W twos up, or is the cost for the increase in um, income tax revenue the result of additional profits made by pass-through entities, small businesses generally, that benefited from all the helicopter money that people had to go spend, which boosted their profits and thus the taxes that they paid? Which is it? Or is it because people got substantial raises, and those raises generated more income taxes, and they used those raises to go spend more money? I think there's a way to do an analysis, again, at the tax return level. And then when you start looking at, okay, when you apply these increases of personal exemptions, which reduces effectively income taxes, do that at the individual tax return level. What does that mean, rather than apply these sort of high-level percentages? And the reason I say that is because we have two different tax brackets. The 3 percent's gone, so let's just talk about the 4 percent and the 5 percent. So you'd have to know. Some people would have a taxable income uh, after these exemptions go into effect where they got zero uh, taxable or they would have zero taxable income after you subtract those increased exemptions. Some people would have enough to just pay taxes into the 4% bracket. Some people would have uh, enough so that the taxable income is below $5,000 and they pay zero taxes. Some people have enough that uh, eclipses the $10,000 bracket and they've got 
to pay taxes in the 4% and the 5%. So again, you can't just throw aggregate um, equations at that in aggregate multiplication exercises. You've got to get down to the individual tax return. Did we really experience organic growth or is it an anomaly? And I think that's the concern. I'm just representing what I believe to be the concern of the Senate. Now, I happen to believe that the House plan would boost the economy in such a way that people would have more income, they'd go spend that money, and that would generate more sales tax revenue, which would offset the reduction of income taxes. That's the theory. That's the pretext. That's the thesis of the model and the plan. Anyhow, a little wonky, but just, just something I've been thinking about is a way to really dig into how much can we afford? It's really what it's all about. Time for a break right here. When we come back, we got some tickets to give away. We're going to have fun with that. Rhino will get right on that. Stay with us. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days, only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't, don't miss, miss it. it for all your glass needs call venable glass services glass networks they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Before you open your doors each day, ask yourself one question. Is my building clean and healthy for my customers and employees? If you trust Jenny, King, the King of Clean, then you know the answer. Yes! We've been cleaning and disinfecting this area for almost 35 years. Our local franchise owners make this happen every day because, like you, they live, eat, shop, work, and pray in these same local buildings. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com today for a healthy building tomorrow. Jenny King, the King of Clean. 
Have you worked at the same company for multiple years? Always on time, doing what's expected. You were told when you were hired, there was a chance to move up the ladder, but it never happened. Ace Bolton Screw Company, locally owned and operated since 1969, are looking to hire multiple warehouse techs with opportunities to move up the ladder. Competitive pay, full-time employment, and benefits are available. To apply, email hr at acebolt.net. It's time to take a road trip down to the coast for CPR Fest 20. Outside on the grounds for the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, Saturday, April 2nd. Starring Mississippi's own Three Doors Down, live. Three Doors Down with Seether. Plus Bad Flower. Non-point. Society and special guest Giovanni and the Hired Guns. And check out the best local music in the state on the CPR Fest homegrown stage. A very limited number of reserved seats are on sale now. General admission tickets just $35 plus Ticketmaster fees. Don't wait, get yours now at Ticketmaster.com. It's the biggest rock show of the year. Saturday, April 2nd, outside of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Let the midnight Thank you so much. We are back here on Midday's Rhino Giveaway. Them tickets. Oh, yeah. We got a country music legend coming to the Magnolia State. Hank Williams Jr. will be at the Lander Center in South Haven on Friday, April 1st. And it's not April Fool's. He's really going to be there. Tickets go on sale Friday, this Friday, at the Lander Center at the box office. Or you can get them on Ticketmaster.com. But... Now you got a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. and Chase Rice in South Haven on April 1st. All you got to do, be lucky number 17 to text into the C Spire text line. That's 601-879-4395. Be the 17th person to text in with the phrase, Family Tradition. And you'll win a pair of tickets to see Hank Williams Jr. April 1st at the Lander Center in South Haven. There you go. Hank Williams, Jr. So the market is down now 632 points. It has, uh, gosh, since we've been on the air, dropped 400-plus uh, points since we started. Uh, NASDAQ down 259. The S&P 500 also in the red. All the indexes down. The price of crude oil up a buck twenty to 92.27. I think a hundred dollars a barrel is around the corner. The VIX, the volatility index, also up. I mean, the investors just don't like the instability. They don't like the tumult. Never have, and they react in a um, protective, 
risk-averse fashion, and they start selling off. And I think that's what we got going on here. You know, the real bold investors, they're buying this dip. It's a tough thing to do. It is. When you watch it, you just say, oh, is this it? Is it going down more? But we are expected to hear something, we hope, later on from the president that uh, might, I don't know what that could be, that might diffuse this situation, because I really think that's the only way to assuage these these concerns and fears, certainly in the economic front. Uh, Putin orders troops into eastern Ukraine. That's the big... That's the big uh, news right now. So we have a winner, looks like, huh? Oh, yeah. Paul in Cleveland, Cleveland. just got to confirm with them. Appreciate that. So Thomas and Greenwood, of course, says the tax cuts will work. The legislature doesn't want the reduced funds to allocate, plain and simple. Well, you, the Senate, I think you'd be referring to there, Thomas. And uh, I think there's some truth to that. But here's what I'll say. When, when you've got the analysis that the senator discussed on the program that shows future deficits, I've got an analysis from another party that does not reflect that. So who, who are you supposed to trust there? I mean, these are both reputable economists that uh, know what they're doing, and this is why I describe the exercise, in my mind at least, what would uh, is really needed, which is to do this deep dive into the tax return data and see, gosh, are we... Is it W-2 growth? Is it pass-through entity growth? Uh, is, do we, uh, can we figure out how much of the increase in sales tax is a direct result of all the stimulus money injected? Not only stimulus money, but the child tax credits and the expanded unemployment benefits. Where did that money end up? How many people you have you guys just in our audience? Rhino uh, asked the same question. You, you've heard people, yeah, I used my stimulus check to go buy such and thus. A bunch of people, right? Oh yeah, and so it was treated like a like another tax return. Yeah, so they go out and and what does that do? Well, that produces more sales tax. Now the question is, are we on a solid enough economic footing in terms of the growth trend? notwithstanding that one-time money, to cut income taxes, slightly raise sales taxes, general sales taxes, reduce grocery taxes, all of this contemplated car tax in the House bill, and get through these first couple of years, as analyzed by the LBO, but then get into the subsequent years and, and see that this money in people's pockets from not having to pay income taxes has gone out the other side into the economy in the form of purchases of goods and services subject to the sales tax. So you're just really – so the difference is you're getting something in return. Whatever it is you're buying, you're getting the value of that. Whereas if you're just sending income tax money to the government, the government figures out what they think is of value to you. That, that's real. This is really – at the core of what this discussion and this debate's all about. And we're going to stay on this. We appreciate it uh, so much for you guys joining us today. My wife and I use the stimulus money to pay off credit cards and invest in stocks. That's Moe's. I've heard that as well. But that, I think, Moe's, I think's atypical, honestly. I mean, I think there's some people that did that, but... I mean, there are some people that bought Bitcoin with it, and now they got about half of what they had. <laughs> but it's, it's still, though, you know a lot of this money went to the stores to buy stuff. 
I mean, we just got to be honest about that. We thank you once again so much for joining us today on Middays. Rhino and I'll be back with you in the studio tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.